They say you never know someone's journey until you walk a mile in their shoes, or in this case, their heels. There's a lot to unpack in this episode. My guest host and I will talk about challenges, our personal journeys, and we managed to have a good, good laugh in between. So let's just hop into it. As always, I'm Maurice, and you're listening to Category Is. This is going to be a fun show today. I am here with Chatty Cathy himself. (laughs) (laughs) Really? (laughs) Chatty Cathy? That is what you call me forever. (laughs) My friend Centron. We've been friends. Oh, my God. Forever. Forever. I can't even. I don't even know how long. It's been forever because we met when we were in college, which we will not name how long ago <laughs> that is because I know I'm coming up on my, mm, we're not going to talk about that anniversary. But we actually, we met at a convention mm-hmm. um, in Myrtle Beach. One of them. I think it was it in Myrtle, been Myrtle Beach. Beach. Yeah. That's where we met a lot of people yeah. in Myrtle Beach. Yeah. 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 For our esteemed organization. <laughs> right. Baltimore. Baltimore University. <laughs> <laughs> we will talk more about that later. How are you? I'm good. Living a dream or trying to or having the illusion of looking like I'm living a dream. Wow. What's going on with you? Not much. You know, it's warming up. It's so hot this weekend in Philadelphia. It was like 90 something degrees. But the good thing was it wasn't humid. So, okay. Yeah. yeah. Was able that... to like do stuff outside and not die. Well, that's good. Um, that you all are like getting out. I think every city is coming alive now that we're like, I'm not going to say we're on the backside of whatever that was that we had, mm-hmm. but I was in South Carolina this past weekend spending time with my family and I was like, ooh, father, they want to have a cookout on the outside. You know, I live in the North. I don't do that. That Southern <laughs> heat no more. Not anymore. <laughs> but it actually was not bad. Like everyone had on long sleeves and pants and Mm -hmm. i'm at the cookout with a short sleeve t-shirt and shorts and they're looking at me like what's wrong with you and i'm like and y'all not hot (laughs) they're like um it's the afternoon it's about to get cold i'm like it's the south and it's may what are you talking about baby (laughs) about an hour into that cookout i was free (laughs) really it was cold but we were outside i don't know why just the temperature just dropped Mm -hmm. but you know once that once those spirits start flowing, everybody blood warmed up. That brown. That brown started flowing. <laughs> everybody felt real good. We were like, you know what? We feel a little good now. A little warmed up. The weather's bi- still bipolar in New yeah. York where I live. So it's it's you never know. You just gotta put that put that pinky toe out the window real quick <laughs> before you go outside just to see what it feels like. But oh okay. This feels cute for now. But it's like you gotta make sure you have in your bag some extra uh seasonal outfits, you know, because once it gets hot, you wanna change and it's gonna get cold and you wanna change. You're like, oh girl, I gotta drag a suitcase around New York with me. <laughs> Dress in layers, what they say. <laughs> That's what it is. Layers. <laughs> Speaking of that brown liquor, we usually have a cocktail here on the show. Are you drinking tonight? Listen, I have the best cocktail in my hand what you drink it, it is courtesy of smart water it keeps those electrolytes flowing it is delicious it hits every spot of my spirit and my insides it quenches the soul smart water brought to you by smart water <laughs> you know they have the infused ones now 
with the flavors? It's like um, renew, and then one is supposed to be for clarity, and then the other one's for something. I don't know. Child, y'all, I'm, I already got enough chemicals in my body. I already <laughs> been vaccinated. Lord knows what else to come. What else? Gonna, what else I need to put in my body? <laughs> I think I'm gonna hold off on that one. <laughs> Well, since I have the ultimate Southern Belle with me tonight, I am <laughs> there you go. the ultimate Southern Belle and Chad <laughs> I am loving how this list is growing. I hope your viewers are taking copious notes on this evening's show. <laughs> they better be. They better be. So I'm drinking um, a sweet tea vodka and lemonade. Situation, oh, you fancy. A little Arnold Palmer situation, yeah. A little Arnold Palmer. That you fancy. <laughs> I gotta be like you when I grow up. One day, one day, one day. You gotta have aspirations. I mean, while you know, I'm laying in the shade someplace out of the country because Americans can't go, but I can. <laughs> I'll think of you and channel you because, <laughs> baby, I need all of Europe to open up quickly, yeah, real fast. So I already know my summer is going to be busy. So Greece is open. Yes. Our Athens, we start doing Athens out of New York okay. next month. Mm-hmm. So one of my friends was like, oh, you should go on the inaugural Athens with me. And I was like, are you crazy? I was like, but no people to work me? I don't think yeah. so. <laughs> and that is a long flight. It's a long flight. But, you know, what I've been liking about going to Europe right mm-hmm. now Please don't judge me. But what I've been liking is when I go to Europe right now because of my career, um, because there are no Americans there or really because Mm -hmm. there are not a lot of tourists, the people who actually are there are beyond nice. They are super nice. It is like, do you want to come home with me and eat at my dinner table with my family? Nice. Like it is a scary nice, but I like it. So Mm -hmm. I just already know it's going to change once tourism starts back in Europe. But for now, everyone mm-hmm. is like, oh, my gosh, welcome. I went to Paris like two weeks ago. And everybody was like, oh, bonjour, come here. And I'm like, uh-uh, why are you being so nice to me? Yeah. <laughs> like, you scaring me, friend. <laughs> so Back, yeah. back. I don't know you. Listen, back it up. Back it up. <laughs> oh, it is okay. Like, you're giving me real Peppy Le Pew vibes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Except for I ain't gonna run from you. <laughs> <laughs> like that cat he was always chasing. <laughs> okay. Like, please don't see. Mm-mm, don't do it. Vaz, uh, you ready to hop into the categories with me? Yes. <laughs> These categories down. <laughs> so the first category we'll talk about is something that um, kind of blew up the internet last week. Well, one of the stories that blew up the internet last week. Because, you know, colleges are having their graduations and a lot of them are, like you said, returning to like in-person um, ceremonies. Mm-hmm. And so, you know how social media is. Everybody posts their cabin gown <laughs> pictures. <laughs> More emphasis on the gowns. Right. <laughs> and this one person blew up the internet, Black Twitter specifically, <laughs> because he or... I don't know his pronoun, their pronouns, so I'll just say they. They. Um, say they. Was pictured, he was graduating, or they were graduating. Oh, this looks people. This person was graduating from law school. Okay. Had a joint degree, so a JD, MBA, 
Okay. Which is an accomplishment, you know, it's a just your accomplishment. Off, yeah, Two. tens for you. It, it, and it's hard to say them. I was just oh, never mind. Keep going. Yeah, that's a whole another category in itself. <laughs> and so this person had on a graduation stole, which is kind of traditional in Black cultures, especially because we, if we're in a fraternity, sorority, um, any kind of um, like Black Student Union even has them. So any kind of group, we kind of put on this um, stole and it's like a piece of fabric that, you know, kind of hangs down the front and it has like your your organization, you know, letters or whatever on the front. Mm-hmm. And so he's a member of our fraternity, Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. And he had on, so he had on his stole, <laughs> he had on a, a, like a salmon pink uh it suit. was a coincidence that the, that the suit was that color. We're gonna say it was a, a combination of rust and and pink. Okay, we'll salmon. And then you scroll all the way down, and they had on a pair of black strappy heels, and the toes are what white. Listen, get your toes done and get them fresh. <laughs> get your pedicure. Fre- your fresh French. <laughs> pedicure <laughs> yes and so of course you know just the juxtaposition of the fraternity letters mm-hmm. the high heels the toes painted everybody had something to say i said that's a given that was gonna happen yeah like you knew that was gonna happen right. and you mm-hmm. know of course when things like this come up the most ignorant comments come out and it was and it was just like like so part of me was like you know tens for you because you know you're being your authentic self you know i love authenticity Mm -hmm. and you know you're celebrating your achievements your accomplishments no one could ever take that from you correct however however (laughs) exclamation mark infinity sign underscore (laughs) (laughs) right what was the intention i think behind it was a lot of people's question Okay. Which are um, valid questions. Very valid questions. Yeah. And so, like, for me, I didn't have a problem with it. The only problem I had with it was that it didn't, like, the shoes didn't match. <laughs> you go. Here you go. If you want to like, kick down doors, I want to need you to be dressed the nine from head to toes. Like don't go least, halfway out. Go exactly, all the way. Go all the way out. Like if you're gonna step out like that, you gotta be on point. And it, it looked. I mean, the heels kind of thick. Like the strappy. Like the black didn't go with the pink. Like uh, you could have coordinated a little bit better I mean, on the colors. It was, summer, it was a summer slide. Maybe that was the only thing that was available because you know me. Size. I mean, I'm I'm a 14 in men. And God knows what that translates to in women. So my big clob of feet might have to wear some block heels too. I'm going to try not to laugh this whole show. (laughs) Which is hard because we be having fun. Of all. Yeah. So that was the one thing. Like it just didn't match. And then I also, um, you know, speaking of intentions, you know, because I like to, I like to have the full story as well. And so one thing I did notice was that because um, I went through all the pictures, he changed into those shoes mm. because in most of the <clears throat> other pictures he has on, you know, his like a little nice Kohan, you know, 
brown leather like it that matched <laughs> the pink <laughs> like but then at some point he changed into the heels and so then that was like okay well what is the intention behind this what's the motive behind this and so gotcha. that was kind of the question that was um sticking out in my mind now <clears throat> i'll say for me there's mm-hmm. two parts or two ways that I viewed this situation and hopefully your viewers will not crucify me. Um, But I just looked at this from two perspectives. I, from day one, I have always been taught that I am a brand. Me, Mm -hmm. myself, Centron, I am a brand. Like, I'm a brand. So anything that I attach to this brand Mm -hmm. is either going to add to this brand or take away from this brand. And if I feel like it's going to take away from this brand, I don't even attach myself to it. Now, as it relates to the picture, as it relates to the heels, as it relates to wearing a fraternal stole, Mm -hmm. um, two things. One, I commend you or commend him on walking in his truth, mm-hmm. you know, blazing new trails into the future. <laughs> I give him his props. You want to wear heels, wear your heels, slay them. You know, if you're going to wear them, wear them right. So I give him his props for that. However, at the same time, the only thing that went through my mind was, would you wear your fraternal stole? And I would mm-hmm. not have done it. Me personally, only mm-hmm. because the fraternity itself is a brand. I am a brand and I feel like I'm wearing another brand on me. Mm-hmm. Me wearing these heels stepped my brand up. Me being who I am step is, is is a representation of my brand. But the minute I added those letters on mm-hmm. to my image for that day, I felt like now all eyes are going to be on that organization right. and not on me. <clears throat> and I don't need nothing negative coming at me that day. But that's just how right. I felt. Mm-hmm. Now, you said earlier that maybe these are some of his accomplishments. Yes, they could have been. It could have been one of the accomplishments that he accomplished while he was fulfilling his duties or educational requirements mm-hmm. for his JD and his MBA. And maybe it's something he didn't do in undergrad. But for me, mm-mm. I mean, <laughs> oh, this is so hard. If it was an accomplishment, okay, I get it. You want to show off all of your accomplishments. So maybe wearing the stole was an accomplishment that I joined this organization. I graduated with my JD and my MBA. Wearing the heels was me showing another accomplishment. I'm finally comfortable with myself in which I can walk in my truth. Mm -hmm. I've tried to look at this from every angle. And I think even if those were my accomplishments that I can now walk in my truth and I did become a part of this organization, I probably still wouldn't award it because that day I wanted all eyes on me, like on me. all eyes on mm-hmm. me, that one little accomplishment. And maybe it's just because of how I just look at certain things. That one little accomplishment that don't, don't mean that much to me. Ooh. I'm not trying to throw shade at the organization. Commitment. I'm, I love the organization and I love when I am in those letters and I'm fulfilling the duties or are doing as we've committed to. But I don't need you to be on everything I wear. And I don't need to have to associate myself all mm-hmm. the time with you. Mm-hmm. But that's just me. Yeah. And it's, it is tough because... It's tough. The pictures live forever. Mm-hmm. And so the association 
to me, the association kind of diminishes the accomplishments. Correct. And that's just my, you know, feelings on it because now all the attention isn't on, oh, look at this alpha man. He got his two degrees. Um, you know, he he's accomplishing things. He's doing. It's like, look at this insert, you know, whatever. Correct. Derogatory term you want to put. From the Neanderthals and mm-hmm. boneheads. Yeah. <laughs> In these heels. And I feel like that level of distraction kind of just takes takes away from his day yeah yeah but and go ahead i think you and i are just at a i'm not gonna say we're at a different place but i think we grew up in a different era Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i understand that these nuances these accomplishments are great um we grew up in the middle of the foundation being set for him to be able to take this picture mm-hmm. in these heels. Mm-hmm. Um, would we have been, would we not have done it out of fear? Mm, maybe so. <laughs> <laughs> but also right. in our head, it was, I just don't want the negative attention. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm all about, for me, when I step out this house, I want you to be like, oh, there you go. <laughs> I don't need the... <sighs> Oh Lord, what situation is this going to be today? Exactly, exactly. And I'm not saying that that is what he's doing, but for me, I just don't want the negative attention. But maybe mm-hmm. when I, if if I was to wear some heels, not that I haven't, but if I was <laughs> to wear them, you better believe all eyes are going to be on me and not on the organizations that I represent. I will only right. be representing one organization, and that is the organization of me that day. <laughs> me for me. <laughs> Okay. And so all day. All day. And then the one the other um, you know, aspect that I brought up was that, you know, fraternities are hyper masculine institutions, sororities are hyper feminine. And some people felt it was an attack or an assault on masculinity, on what the organization represents, as opposed to being this one person's um representation of themselves. You know, so again, it's that kind of tough situation because I know when I was an undergrad, of course there were, you know, gay men in the chapter, but it was very hush-hush. It was very, you know, mm-hmm. secretive and you didn't want that association. And, you know, now it is great that oh, that he can feel a bit more comfortable, comfortable, free. Um, confident in who he is and he you know to him it probably did not he probably didn't have that hesitation correct that we would have had you know given that we crossed a long time ago from a different era i okay so the point that you just brought up i thought about it before we Mm -hmm. even sat down today i was like okay is this an attack on organization i'm like i don't take it as an attack on the organization i don't even take it as an attack on masculinity i take it as there was something that he accomplished Mm -hmm. i don't know if this was an accomplishment for him wearing those heels could have been an accomplishment so i'm not going to take that away from him but i'm not going to say that it was an attack because we want to jump on him as a male but we're not jumping on the females who wear Tim's in their letters. Mm-hmm. 
like that's that that goes down to the uh gender identity and clothing mm-hmm. I, I it's it's a deep rabbit hole but i'm like mm-hmm. well how about sis over here who is a, a delta and she's in her cap and gown but she also got on tims like right. like are you not gonna say that she's attacking the sorority because she has on Tim's and she doesn't have on heels. Like I try to look at it from both sides. Yeah, me too. And I know everybody is not going to look at it from both sides, but if we see a AK, if we see an AKA in some Tim's in her oh. graduation outfit with her letters, yeah, we might be like, sis. I got my Maya Angelou voice in my head, girl. What are you wearing? <laughs> but I'm not necessarily judging her or looking. I am judging her, low key. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm not saying she's attacking the sorority. Like, why is it that she gets a pass and he doesn't mm-hmm. get a pass? Mm-hmm. I wish there was a way to get his perspective, like to understand yeah. what I did. was going through his mind. I did ask him uh, to be on the show. I reached out to him on Instagram. Oh, really? Um, yes. And, you know, he's he said he's studying for the bar, but he um, will potentially come on the show in the future. So oh, maybe I we'll get that perspective. Yeah, Because I really want to hear his perspective. Like, mm-hmm. I want to know, was this an accomplishment for you? Like, was this your, your, what was the thought process around planning this release around planning this outfit Mm -hmm. around planning this unit you know about planning this day i just want to peek into his mind and i think sometimes when we peek into someone's mind and understand what they're thinking of or what they're doing then Mm -hmm. we can sometimes get the understanding a little bit better as oh okay so this is where this is coming from now i can better perceive it because i have some knowledge behind it right versus mm-hmm. just looking at it and throwing judgment at it really quickly me i'm like this do you live your life right, yeah. that's your universe just you know keep your energy in your universe and i'm not trying to have that come over here to me now if I do come out in some heels, you better believe <laughs> gonna be guns a blazing and I'm gonna be looking good. Better match your outfit. Period. <laughs> <laughs> that part. <laughs> Maybe I could put like seven jewels. Let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> now your frat brother's gonna be in my inbox. <laughs> exactly. No, I agree. I agree like with everything. And I think it just raised or created a but a bit it created a bit more conversation that needed to be had. And I do okay. you know, kind of applaud him for, you know, living his truth and feeling comfortable um enough mm-hmm. to do that. And, you know, I do think that, you know, a lot of people do need to kind of reevaluate their beliefs and perceptions on Correct. Masculinity and fraternities and sororities and, and, you know, kind of these institutions that, you know, we have these preconceived kind of notions of. You know, I think, okay, now, to just, not to circle back or to go back, mm-hmm. but when we talked about the attack on the fraternity or the sorority, now, had he come out with an AKA stole on... 
I would take in that as an attack yeah. on the sorority because yeah. you are not a female. You're you are not. not a part of that sorority. And I know that there are some people who do believe that they are AKAs. <laughs> I get it. I went to college on an AKA scholarship. Yes, I did. However, at the end of the day, I still did not fulfill the requirements that are needed <laughs> in order for me to be a member of that illustrious organization. However, I did join the organization that I wanted to join, and I'm glad that I made that decision. But if I, if he were to wear those letters and the heels, then yes, mm-hmm. that, in my opinion, would have been an attack. This is not an attack. Bro, do you? But uh, it did open up another thing in my head mm-hmm. about how you said earlier there are things that you and I may or may not have done when we were in college. Right. Yeah, we may or may not have worn this these shoes um and yes once i crossed i mean i know my my flames are always (laughs) (laughs) but i controlled that money on that campus so let's be let's 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 be clear (laughs) them boys needed that money however i'm not gonna say that's why i got in i mean let's look at my track record prior to joining this illustrious organization um the main ones that we're talking were the main ones sliding into your DMs late at night. Mm-hmm. But that's a whole nother discussion. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm pretty sure that they probably online blasting him for his heels, but I'm probably sure they're saying, yo, when I come to your town, bro, let's hang out. Mm-hmm. You want to hang out with me? Oh, okay. <laughs> we know what that's about. We know, we know what's up. Oh, I get that. Let's go hang out. Yep, we can hang out in the streets. You're not coming <laughs> to my house, and I'm not coming to your hotel, kid, because oh. I know what this is about. I'm just not connecting the dots, kid. So they connect. <laughs> <laughs> Some other parts nice. connect too. Listen, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I might be like, like you know what? You ain't gonna talk to me in public. <laughs> <laughs> just come knock on that door late at night. Okay. <laughs> I'll leave the door crack just for you, Daddy. <laughs> You're right, because you know the thing is there is a gay person in every chapter people, of every organization. Not person, people. People, yeah. <laughs> every chapter, every organization. And I just, it's just, a, you know, that denial that there's no one that goes on, but come on, there is. I mean, now for me, when I joined, I didn't put on my application, I'm a gay black man. You know, I don't, what, who I choose to love is none of your business. It's right. not my. I don't feel it's. I don't feel it's my place to go around saying, "Hey, I'm gay." I mean, hetero, my heterosexual male friends don't say, "Hey, I'm straight twenty four seven. Yeah. I mean, that's just how I live. It's just in my head. I'm like, well, they don't do it. I don't feel like it's a requirement of right. me to do it. Um, I'm going to be me. Now, if you ask, if you say, hey, are you gay? Do you like guys? I'm like, yes. Again, we crossed a long, long time ago. Mm-hmm. And when I, I was, what, 19? And it wasn't, like you said, it's not, it's not on the application. But it's also, mm-hmm. like, when you're young and you're kind of, you know, trying to get into these organizations. And not to say you put on a front, but you kind of just. Butch up. <laughs> right. And you just try to do what you can to get into the organization. And, you know, that's one of the things that it's, you know, kind of because it's all about like popularity and 
um, organization, like what else you, do you do on campus? And correct. You know, and what's your GPA is another factor. So, and do, do you got that the money to cross? You know, because it's it's a financial um, commitment commitment too. And so, definitely for me, like I wasn't well when I, I was what nineteen, so I was not even. Were you a sophomore or junior? When you, when you I was a sophomore. I had junior okay. credits. Okay. Because, you know, <clears throat> an advanced placement kind of bitch. Period. And so it was more about, like, what do you do on campus? You know, um, what organizations are you already a part of? Like, I was president or vice president of the um, Minority Council. I was on marching band. I was an RA. I was, you know, I had, you have the resume. Mm-hmm. And I let people think whatever they wanted to think. You Correct. Know? And that so, part. You know, I wasn't going to outwardly, like, tell you, but if you thought I was, you know, messing with all these girls on campus, which a lot of people thought that when I was a freshman, sophomore, junior, but, like... When she was running them. <laughs> no, because it was... You know how... Y'all were trading is. beauty secrets in the room because y'all were good friends. <laughs> Girl, can you come over at this time Because I had night? a lot of friends who were girls, and they would see... Like, so people would see me, like, walking across campus with one girl, mm-hmm. going into the union with one girl, coming out with another go into this dorm, go into that dorm. And so they just assumed that I was, you know, very promiscuous and very heterosexual. And I just <laughs> let them think that. Because You're like, you believe what you want, bro. Yeah, and because it was easier for me. Because okay. if, if that was your perception, that was your reality. Okay. And, you know, I wasn't in a place where I would have been comfortable enough to be like, well, actually, you know. And so I just felt like, you know, for me, that's what worked, and it worked. Listen, everybody got to do what they got to do. You know, I pledged as a freshman, so they they kind of <clears throat> they yeah. knew me, but they didn't mm-hmm. know me. They just knew of me before I came on campus. I mean, who's this guy coming to the school mm-hmm. on an AKA scholarships? And the president of the AKA chapter at the college mom was the president of the aka chapter that awarded me the scholarship gotcha. mm-hmm. so of course they already knew me of course i was like you know being groomed by another organization to twirl a cane mm-hmm. and i was like nah kid nah. i'm good <laughs> but i'll take this money real quick right <laughs> you know when you in, when you in high school you like listen i already know what i want to do because my high school mentor was an alpha um and I already knew what I wanted to do before mm-hmm. I had even gotten to college, but I wasn't going to tell nobody. But I participated in every organization's activities when I was in high school because the only thing that was going through my mind was, oh, my dollar. <laughs> right. I was thinking about those money getting to school. Like, oh, sure. I, mm-hmm, most definitely. So for me, when I did it, I was like, listen, they don't know too much about me. Go ahead on and knock it out now. And mm-hmm. I did it. Now, I will say, post-college, I had a lot of gay or out gay guys, you know, talk to me about how me pledging was, or me joining this organization was a big thing for them, and it encouraged Mm -hmm. them to want to move in that direction. And I was like, I did this for y'all, I did this for me. (laughs) They was like, dad, you rude. I was like, no, it's not that, it's just. I'm an only child, and my parents taught me 
that you have to live your life for you. And it's not what people call you, but it's what you answer to. And Mm -hmm. if you got to live your truth and I lived my truth and you have to learn how to live your truth for you. Now, if me living my truth opens the door for somebody else and so be it, but I didn't purposely bust down the doors in this organization and be like, Hey, I'm here now. The girls can come too. (laughs) But if you came and you upheld the ideals and aims, Mm -hmm. you'd be marching through the door too. For me, I, listen we did we had to do when we was in college but i don't think i changed myself i think i was who i was from day one and it's like after college i've learned so much about who i was in college to other people i didn't even know half the stuff that people have told me about myself in college i was like i did what (laughs) it was like you were blah 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 and i'm like actually i wasn't i was just me i was just being myself i wasn't doing anything out of the norm of who I was, but you perceived things to be different because you were not at that place in your life. There was a tad bit of jealousy, but also, also you were happy that I could be me, but then you were also a little jealous that you couldn't be yourself. Mm -hmm. I'm like, child, please, honey, I'm going to live my life. Honey, you come knock on this door, honey, you might get an apple. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's one thing that I don't, I don't think I ever told you this, but, um, and that's why I'm like really so happy that we actually did meet at that, um, fraternity convention all those years ago, because meeting you and you were just, this is who I am. You take it or leave it. Period. And that, and that was something that I really admired about you because in being in my journey at that time, I wasn't at that place where I could say, take it or leave it because I had so many like walls built up and so many, you know, things that I, in my you know mind thought, if I'm, you know, out and being myself and living my truth, then people will mm-hmm. have this negative reaction to me or it will prevent me from, you know, X, Y, Z. And so a lot of things I kind of repressed or like suppressed. And then when I met you, I was like, well, damn, he's out here, like, just living his life. I wish I could be like Centron one day. <laughs> oh, <And>, no. <laughs> <laughs> and no, but like, there were days when I would like, I just wish I could, you know, have like a piece of the personality or like the, the, I don't give a fuck. This is who I am mentality I you. that you have. And I was just like, one day maybe, but you know, being your friend and like seeing how you, how you move and operate and it gave me like this sense of you know comfort of being myself and growing to that place where i could finally be like fuck y'all because that's how i am now (laughs) and i feel like you know i'm not um definitely not the person that i was all those years ago so yeah but that was your journey your journey got you to where you was there's many things not to cut you off i'm i'm sorry there's a lot of things that took place in my life prior to college that got me to that place you know when you've been in fights when people have spit on you Mm -hmm. when you've been called a faggot a sissy and every other thing Mm -hmm. you get to college you're like well what else can you throw at me you know it's like i crossed that bridge at an early age Mm -hmm. so it's like well well, what else can you throw at me i've already been called a sissy and a girl and spit on so what else can these people throw at me? And when you come from a military family in which you're taught, you better be yourself. You better be yourself. You you know, you better defend yourself. Mm-hmm. Listen, you ran up on me. We was going to fight. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be clear. 
I used to tell the kids, listen, don't sleep on the gays. The gays know how to fight. <laughs> but there was so my journey started at such a younger age that it's mm-hmm. like by the time I got to college, it was like, listen, I'm gonna be me. And if you don't like this package, then oh well, you not yeah. meant to be a part of my life. I am a brand. And if you want to get in on this, you better get in on it. And if you don't, then just leave me on the shelf. You don't have to pick me up. But I'm glad when I meet other people that they can come out of their shells and feel comfortable with being who they are. Which, Mm -hmm. to go back to the gentleman we were discussing, I'm like, maybe that's what happened for him. Maybe he finally had his his moment, his aha Mm -hmm. moment, his Uh epiphany, which is Mm -hmm. like... Oh, I can, I can do this. I can be me. I'm gonna kick these doors down and these platform heels that with the wedge block. Let me stop. <laughs> Let me stop, bro. I'm not clowning you. I'm just clowning the heels. Yeah. Um, but uh, he's probably hit his moment, like how you hit your moment at, at your destined time in life. Maybe he hit his moment at his destined time in life, and we all hit it at different spots. At different times. Yeah. Yep. So then that. Takes us to our next uh, category, um, a, a school right up the road in North Carolina mm. um, <laughs> was in the news also last week. So I don't really know much about this woman. I know she's a Pulitzer Prize um, winning journalist. Mm-hmm. She's um, a writer for the New York Times. She has a career spanning over 20 years. She's won a National Magazine Award, a Polk Awards, a Pulitzer Prize, and a MacArthur Grant. She is also elected in 2021 to the American Academy of Arts and Sciences, mm-hmm. one of top honors a writer may achieve in America. You go ahead and go introduce the story because I was just about to go in about what occurred and you're out here training teaching inspiring other writers other professors and cultivating them and developing them to achieve this illustrious title of tenure at a university and you can't get it yourself right because she's a black woman first i'm gonna say first because she's a woman then I'm no, I'm gonna say well, first because she's black, and yeah. then I'm gonna say because she's a woman, because it's always your ethnicity for us, mm-hmm. and then our sex, right? Yeah, so this is um Nicole Hannah Jones. She is the develop one of the developers of the 1619 project. It is the um, journalism project that was created to reshape or re-narrate the history of enslaved uh, Africans coming being well being brought to the u.s Mm -hmm. um and just reframing how history tells the story because it's very whitewashed and some i know school districts teach that we came here voluntarily Mm -hmm. we wanted to help out and it's just taught in a way that is not historically accurate and just sounds like this fairy tale that definitely is not the case so she was um being awarded or named to the um the night chair in race and investigative journalism at at the university of north carolina chapel hill 
Um, and it is typically a track that is is tenure track, which means basically you um, it's an it's an achievement in the academic field because it's like a the highest level of being a professor or academic. That's what you want to reach is is um, to get tenure at a at a university. I mean, let's be let's let's be clear <clears throat> that this position is held at the oldest public university in North America. And yes. <laughs> so this to uh, to obtain the Knights chair position or promotion. That's a lot. Yeah. For her. Yeah. And she's an alumni right. of the school. The same school. The same school. The same school. So not on, so not only did you Learn at the school. Learn you. You graduated from the school. You mm-hmm. gave back to the community in mm-hmm. which the school is. You came back to teaching to the school. So technically, you've been there for a long all of a your career. Mm-hmm. That's all you know. And she's still not worthy of this illustrious title. Hmm. Right, because I remember seeing an article. Because I follow her on Twitter. Okay. Um, and she posted this um she had this post and she was saying you know how excited she was to be going back to her alma mater to mentor these students and Mm -hmm. you know teach them about journalism and you know all that she can contribute because you know you just ran down her resume like just the the breadth of her resume is amazing and to be able to go back to your alma mater where you were taking classes once yourself Mm-hmm. And now you're going to be imparting that wisdom and teaching those students. And, you know, maybe one day they might come back, you know. And so it was kind of a full circle moment Correct. for her. And she was just and you could just tell she was beaming with pride in this um, in this Twitter post. That would have been a major accomplishment mm-hmm. in American history and American journalism history and american education let's be clear Mm -hmm. and she was denied that but was she the first to be denied no she was not it's been done many times stay in your place know your lane Mm -hmm. and we'll all get along that's all that was and it's it's one of those things where for me when i read the stories or I read the articles about her, you know, when the the institution that I went to is the 13th oldest municipal university in the United States. (laughs) (laughs) Voldemort shall not be named. Um, But it was created it for elite white males. I mean, we didn't graduate our we didn't have our first African Americans to attend the schools in nineteen what nineteen sixty eight sixty nine, and we didn't graduate our first African American one uh, in nineteen seventy one. I was born in nineteen eighty one, so you telling me ten years before right. I was born, we had our first African American to graduate from the institution of higher learning that I graduated from. So it made me think about while I was in school, one of my because it's a liberal arts college Mm -hmm. um i took a theater class why i don't know 
For them elective credits. There you go. <laughs> I'm going to get this easy A. That Shit. part. That part. Let me, Boost let my me go and get love. So I took this theater class, and the professor was a white male, and he was up for tenure. Mm-hmm. And he got it. Now, this African-American female who has been to the college longer than he has, who's mm-hmm. contributed substantially substantial work to the community to the college mm-hmm. bought many things to the university went up for tenure and politely they said know your place mm-hmm. know your lane not today and you know what she said you know what enough is enough <laughs> as as she stated online i've decided to take my talents to places that would appreciate me ma'am you have been there forever I was heated for her. I said things, the the stuff that came out of my mouth when I was like, wait a minute, she's a pillar of the community. Mm -hmm. She is a pillar of this institution. And you telling me that she is leaving? What? That was a, that, that was devastating for all of us because Mm -hmm. she was one of the brown people who we admired who we went back to the school to say oh my gosh you're still here yeah we love you we glad we're glad that you're still contributing to this community but i can understand when you're not given what you need go on about your business take your talent someplace else some people you know saying that well she should be thankful or grateful that you know she was awarded even just being the name the chair of this of this um of the school and it's like oh Okay, yeah, she got a seat at the table, but I'm trying to eat too. Like, I'm, I don't want to just sit there while Correct. everybody else is eating. Like, Correct. treat me the same way that um, everyone else is. And so, with that position, they, the school tried to, you know, put out these statements saying that, well, tenure isn't a guarantee that, you know, it has traditionally been awarded, but, you know, there's application process and yada, yada, all these, you know, kind of things to kind of. <laughs> mitigate the situation but it just looks horrible um image wise yeah back to branding yeah (laughs) from a a branding perspective but then they i so i read somewhere and, and i could be wrong that it's her okay so the 1619 project Mm mm-hmm changes the landscape of what you and I were taught in mm-hmm. South Carolina. Yes. Like yeah. it dramatically it takes it from left completely to right. You know, mm-hmm. it changes it. That in itself for them is controversial. Mm-hmm. And although she is real, although everything that I've read about her shows that she is well-versed and able to speak to everyone. Like, she's able to be on the same playing field with anyone, no matter your education level or not. She can play ball the same. She's a threat. She's going to come in, and she's going to provide education. I don't want that. Mm -hmm. I don't want you to come into my institution that's one of the oldest in the United States that's been founded on this one principle. I don't want you to come in and take the wool off the sheep's eyes. No, right. I don't want that. And I feel that that was 
the main reason that she was denied tenure. It's, I don't want you coming in here, changing the landscape of our institution. I don't want you to come in here to expand on the freedom of journalism. I don't want you to do that. I want you to stick to the program. A to B to C to D. I don't know. I'm going to challenge that. From that. I'm going to challenge that because y'all knew her resume before she even signed on. <laughs> but <laughs> the tenure gives her more power, though. You can't get oh, rid of that's her. That's true. That's true. It's an indefinite um, position. Um, you can't get rid of her. Yeah. And that particular position that she mm-hmm. was going to take? Oh, no. She was going to change the landscape, in my opinion. I think that's another person you should bring on your show. <laughs> Girl, let me get her on the line. I no matter know. how big or how small, <laughs> she talks to them all. But that's the thing. I feel like they either set her up for the okie doke or there's a missing piece of the puzzle because that it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me because y'all knew her resume. Y'all got mm-hmm. the internet. Look at Wikipedia. But you knew, <laughs> yes, what, you Wiki. knew what it was going to be or what it could potentially be before y'all even asked her, Yeah, vetted her, um, hired her, put out this announcement. Because I know y'all threw some money at her, too. But then the staff, um, weren't some of her colleagues on board with you? Like, her colleagues were supporting her mm-hmm. to move into this, this tenured role, this opportunity. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't understand. But didn't they agree to do, like, what, a five-year Five-year term, yeah. Oh, it'll be a five-year you better, term. You better make, you better pull a, um, what's her name? Uh, what's the movie? How Stella got a group back when she lost her job. <laughs> you better make it platinum, and you better hope I don't sue your asses. <laughs> she should have been like, you better make it 20 years. Right. That's so, five years, but it says yeah. that she agreed to it. So I'm like, yeah, she got a plan. Yeah. And so they gave her this lease with an option to buy at the end. And it's she was like, <laughs> Did you say lease with option to buy? <laughs> this corner unit <laughs> on the terrace level. <laughs> it's a lease. With an option to buy. How many square foot is this? <laughs> 500. And how much does it cost? $2.6 million on the bottom floor. And for some people, that would have been good enough. Like, that would have been, you know, okay. Like, I'll be here for five years and maybe I'll be out. But I don't, I feel like there's something missing. Because I feel like all the information would have been presented to both parties up front. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, so I'm kind of torn. Like, I just want to know the whole story, um, which I'm sure we'll never get. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> the truth right. <laughs> Let's be but clear. But again, they always move the goalpost as well, mm-hmm. because it could have been the okie doke. We're like, yeah, girl, come on, you know, you know, you can get tenure. And, you know, but then once I'm here, now it's, oh, well, maybe, we maybe in to. five years. You can get it maybe in 10 years. You can get it, you know, so uh, I don't know. But they always move the goalposts. Mm -hmm. But the issue with them moving the goalposts, because we are such resilient and ambitious people, you might move the goalposts 
five steps away. But because we know we got to pay our black tax, we're going to do what it takes for us to over to go over that five mm-hmm. steps and try to leap 10 Mm-hmm. In hopes that you have not a leg to land on mm-hmm. in which to say, actually, you need, well, actually, I did more than what you asked of me. So now it's becoming a situation in which you just don't want me to have it. Right. And I'm not going to spin my wheels anymore. Like, I'm going to go above and beyond. I have to, at my job, I have to go above and beyond. I have to do more than my non-melanated counterparts. Mm-hmm. I got a promotion last year and I feel like with that promotion i had to be extra yeah i had to be on Mm -hmm. my p's and q's but i always went the extra mile because it was like i don't need you to come back later and say well you didn't do a b c and d Mm -hmm. you did the minimum Mm -mm." so they can keep moving the goalposts but at some point somebody like me is gonna be like you know what keep moving the goalposts i'm gonna just create my own (laughs) yeah while you over here playing I'm over here strategizing in the background, yeah. setting myself up for success. I can go down your path and allow your path to, to your pushback to fuel my fire to create my own path, but also use your money in order to finance my dreams and my goals. And I wish more of us would think like that. Yeah. Yeah. Girl, go out here and run all these HBCUs. And That's what I was about to say. Like, just run all of them. Go somewhere else. Because it's the thing. Like, even if she gets tenure, why would you want to stay there if you know that they, they do don't shit want like you. this? Exactly. Like, nah, girl. I'm good. <laughs> Y'all can keep it. I'm going to go somewhere. I'm going to appreciate it. But then it comes to the point where if you leave, mm-hmm. it's going to be stated, oh, you left out of anger. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, why, why could I not have just left? Because, you know what? I saw this... I've we have just grown in two different directions and it's just not a good mix and not, not a good fix. People leave jobs for another opportunity because some people leave jobs. <laughs> Let's be clear. <laughs> some people leave jobs because they feel like their time, their season is over there and that they need to move on to another opportunity. And that's what they have to do. And I the think system. if she was to leave, it's like, okay, you recognize this is not the place for you. Go over here and and there's probably a better opportunity for you someplace else. But actually, she ain't even start yet. She, <laughs> she don't start till July. You know what? I'm done. Have her on the show and the other gentleman, honey. Let's table this, and we're going to circle right. back after she starts. <laughs> and keep it moving. And keep it moving. Period. That is our show for today. <laughs> I hope I didn't cut up too bad. No, not too much. Not too much. I'll have a cocktail next time. A better cocktail. Oh, it would be worse. Oh, my gosh. No, actually, I typically mellow out when I have a little little something-something in my system. So I may not need a cocktail because you'd be like, is he still on the show? That <laughs> that thing over there is sleep. sleep. <laughs> Drooling. Uh, best. Thank you to Centron for being on the show this week. Do you want to give your um social or anything? Guys, I'm I'm 40, so I don't have all these 50 million social media things. TikTok, you ain't got the TikTok, rainbow, rainbow blah blah. Mm-mm. Listen, y'all gonna get one thing. My Instagram is Nortnick. That's N O R T N I C eighty one. 
Once again, it's Nortnick81 on Instagram. But thanks so much for having me on. Hopefully we can chat again. (laughs) We will. We'll definitely have you back. Thanks for joining us this week. All right. Bye. Thanks for joining me for another week. I really hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you did, please be sure to like, rate, and review the show wherever you're listening to Category is right now. Category is podcast is recorded in Philadelphia. The show is hosted, edited, mixed, and produced by me, Maurice Smith. 